to the David Glenn Show. Most of this hour will be in the spirit of free-for-all Friday. More of your phone calls, including more entries on our question of the day. Grand prize lingering. Who has 2020 vision for what the sports world will bring in the 2020 calendar year? College football, college basketball, NBA, NHL, NFL, all of those seasons are underway, some nearing their conclusions. If you go five for five with your calls later, you will win $1,000 worth of prizes from our prize closet. Our next guest is too smart to be eligible. No, I'm just kidding. He could probably go five for five. He is an expert on the NFL and a fan of many other things from ProFootballTalk.com and NBC Sports. Darren Gant, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I'm doing well, David. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. We have a triple header tomorrow in the NFL, unusual for a Saturday. Houston at Tampa, Buffalo at New England, and the Rams at the 49ers. I remember when the Bills played the Patriots in Buffalo. It was a close game, and the Patriots' offense did not look very good. Do you believe this is the kind of game that, you know, we'll have an even better idea, not only of what Tom Brady kind of has left or what kind of weapons he has or not, uh, but whether the Patriots can make a run at the home field advantage that they like to use as they pursue another trip to the Super Bowl. David, in the in the immortal words of Admiral Akbar, it's a trap. Uh, this that's a Star Wars reference. If you're not into <laughs> that, it. by the way. Um, yeah, I am. I'm tired of being wrong about the Patriots are done. Yeah, I, I've watched them this year. They are they. The same as they've been in the past, no. Are they efficient offensively? No. Do they have enough uh, to be as good as anybody in the AFC this year? Absolutely. It's, um, I, I want to like what the Bills are doing, but every time I watch them, I feel like, well, that's a pretty good team. They're a year away from being something. And it's just, I, I don't know. I, I hesitant as everybody else is about all the problems the Patriots have shown this year, but as long as they've got those two guys, Bill and Tom, I'm I'm hesitant to bet against them. I, I just am. I'm tired of being wrong about it. I don't blame you. For now, Baltimore and New England have the AFC buys. For now, Seattle and Green Bay have the NFC buys. Seahawks and Ravens, for now, have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Obviously, they got to keep winning to protect that. Let's go to the other end of the spectrum. The Cincinnati Bengals actually could clinch the number one overall pick in next year's NFL draft, as long as they lose to the Dolphins in Miami. Have you glanced far enough ahead on your NFL responsibilities sheet to know whether would, would LSU quarterback Joe Burrow be the guy for almost anybody or are the Bengals, you know, uh, less predictable than that, assuming Cincinnati gets that pick? It, it, it seems pretty chalky at this point to go to Joe Burrow, and I think it has been since Tua got hurt. Uh, and I'm still not comfortable enough with my college uh, football uh, analysis to even say his name with confidence, so <laughs> I just go with Tua. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I think since that injury, it's been pretty uh, – that's the conventional wisdom at least. I mean, I, I think Chase Young obviously is going to make a lot of people – uh, deeper in that draft, happy, and it, it, it could be a. I mean, this could turn into a uh, David Carr, Julius Pepper situation where somebody's going to pass on a generational pass rusher and, and really feel bad about it if the quarterback doesn't work. But it, at this point, with the season Joe Burrow's had and everything he's done at LSU, I mean, that just it, it's too chalky to not be the 
the choice at this point. I mean, it just makes too much sense. And, you know, that's not even to say I think Andy Dalton's the one thing wrong with the Cincinnati Bengals because the Bengals have a lot of problems. But, um, you know, it's just it, that's one of those things. That quarterback on that contract is so valuable right now. When you're in position to take one, you take it, whether you need him or not. At this time of year, I can see clearly enough that the Ravens, the Saints, the Patriots, the Seahawks, the Packers, et cetera, I can see the half a dozen or so uh, favorites. But sometimes I forget, you know, who's injured and unavailable the rest of the way, who's injured and unavailable only this weekend, who might have, you know, like Kansas City. Ten and four doesn't look quite as good at some of those other records, but with Patrick Mahomes, they certainly look like an elite team compared to what they look like without him. My question to you is, what is your pecking order right now? Are you with the consensus that says the Baltimore Ravens combination of Lamar Jackson and that offense, but also a top Mm -hmm. ten defense and good special teams? That's where the bar is set, or do you see several teams on a similar plateau? Yeah, I, I think they've separated themselves a little bit. And, and again, it takes one game, and I keep going back to the Patriots thing, but can can I see Bill Belichick out-scheming John Harbaugh in a one-game situation in January? Of course I can. It's happened before. Um, and other than that, though, I just think over the you know the body of work of what Baltimore has done this year speaks to the job Harbaugh has done as coach. I mean, he's he's taken a guy that no matter what everybody says now, not everybody loved the idea of staking your franchise to Lamar Jackson, and and they've just they played such an all around uh, game, and I think so many smart moves by that front office going and getting Mark Ingram to pair with him was just a perfect personnel move and i and i just think the way with everything they've done this year i think they're the clear favorite i don't know something makes me nervous about the chiefs and the way they've played this year and how banged up they are defensively um so i mean that kind of stuff's always uh, an issue this time of year but there are teams in that bracket i mean the the steelers are sitting there trying to figure out if they can scratch their way in and they don't know if their best wide receiver juju smith schuster is going to play or not i mean he's got a knee issue that's kept him off the field for the last month and they think he's going to play and and if he does they think they're going to get in as the sixth seed but right now that's a big question mark Darren Gann is with us. Find his work at NBCSports.com and ProFootballTalk.com. Follow him on Twitter, of course, at Darren Gant. Whereas there are several NFL games this weekend that can impact kind of playoff pecking order, there's really only one where it's, you know, you're either in or you're out. If Dallas beats Philly, the Cowboys are definitely in and the Eagles are definitely out. It's not quite that simple if the Eagles beat the Cowboys, I know. My question on that Mm -hmm. game is this. More pressure on Jason Garrett, the Cowboys coach, fighting for his job, or more pressure on Carson Wentz, who some Philly people say still doesn't have a real signature win despite a four-year, $128 million contract extension this summer. Yeah, he also doesn't have a signature wide receiver out there on the field with him. I mean, he's throwing the guys in. I do this for a living, and he's throwing the people that I'm looking up going, who is that again? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, the state of the Eagles right now is pretty shabby, and I think it just feels like unless Jason Garrett wins the Super Bowl, it feels like they're just going to make a change there regardless. I I don't know. I could be wrong about that. Jerry might have other ideas, And, and that's a guy who wakes up you know, depending on the state he's in when he wakes up in the morning, that's going to determine his mood. So uh, I, I just I don't feel good about Jason's long-term 
uh, chances. I mean, he's been in the job since 2010. He hadn't won a championship. Uh, Jerry's getting a little itchy and, and wants something to happen, and he, and he kind of looks like a guy who's at that point where you're making a change, whether it's going to be the right change or not, just because it's time. So I, I don't know. I want to wait. To, I'm going to withhold judgment on Wentz for the long term before I see him actually out there with healthy wide receivers to throw it to uh, instead of that gym class he's got out there now. But they, it's it's still – I still, for some reason, for all those problems, I, I still like the Eagles – uh, to win that game Sunday and, and win the division for all their flaws. As an Eagles fan, that's what I like to hear because we know Darren Gann is always right with his prediction. <laughs> uh, last thing for you. Obviously, the Panthers are 5-9 and nine and out of the playoff picture. The Colts are 6-8 and eight and out of the playoff picture entirely as well. My question to you is, what should Panthers fans be looking for with Will Greer's NFL debut Uh, The rookie out of West Virginia has been holding the clipboard since a not very pretty preseason performance. The only thing I know, Darren, is that Indianapolis gives up a lot of passing yards, and I'm guessing they're going to focus their defensive game plan on Christian McCaffrey, which at least theoretically allows any quarterback a lot of opportunities to make a good first impression. What do you think? Yeah, I'm a little worried about this one from Greer's standpoint because he's not being put in a position to succeed, uh, really. I mean, over the last eight games, Kyle Allen's thrown 15 picks, but he's been sacked 35 times. And, you know, that leads to some of the Kyle Allen fumbles, and everybody knows what an issue that's been this year. But it's just, I, I don't know. There's something about me that's nervous about putting a rookie who hadn't taken snaps with the first team uh, until this week out there in a game that everybody knows doesn't mean anything there's not you know it's not like everybody's playing at a high level and really focused because they're going into the playoffs or anything like that I mean it's just sort of a a, I mean I guess the answer is what can it hurt and unless the answer is Will Greer I I suppose (laughs) there's no real downside to it but that part of it still worries me a little bit because you're putting a guy out there who you know, may not necessarily know uh, how to fully protect himself at the NFL level against or with an offensive line that hasn't exactly draped itself in glory lately. Well put. Uh, if you had a choice and you could only watch one, would you go Grinch with maybe uh, kids or nieces or nephews? Would you go Rudolph? Would you go Frosty? Would you go Santa Claus is Coming to Town? Put aside all the real people Christmas movies. I mean the animation, yeah. claymation ones. Which, which one's uh, your go-to? I, I'm a Grinch guy, and all my relatives hate me because I'm the guy who will recite for <laughs> dialogue. I, I'm that guy. So, you know, it's Grinch with a condition that I'm probably watching it by, by myself because everybody's tired of me. He is occasionally too surly, but his heart is not two sizes too small. Darren Gant, thanks for the holiday visit. Best wishes to you and yours the rest of the way. Same to you, Dave. See you all soon. Thanks, bud. Mike DeCourcy, Hall of Famer from the Sporting News. Live in hour number three. That is our only guest, only other guest. Why? Because it's free-for-all Friday. Monday through Thursday, since we went syndicated and statewide about a decade ago, the lines tend to be jammed. We created free-for-all Friday in part to allow for more of your participation.
once and only once a week, and in part because everybody in our industry hears at some point, y'all talk too much about this and not enough about that. We created Free For All Friday so to allow you to steer the ship a little bit more often. I have more of my thoughts on NFL Week 16. College football's bowl season gets underway actually this at next hour with the Charlotte 49ers taking on Buffalo in the Bahamas. North Carolina A&T and App State also have their bowl games this weekend. Of course, the national semifinals are still eight days away. NBA, college basketball, NHL, those are the other things on our mind as well as the question of the day. Who has 2020 vision for what the sports world will bring in the 2020 calendar year. If you can go five for five in forecasting the college football, college basketball, NBA, NHL, and NFL champions that will be crowned in the coming six months well into the new year, you go five for five, and you're the first to do so with that combination of champions by phone. You get the $1,000 worth of prizes from our prize closet. You can be next with those picks. You can steer us elsewhere. 1-800-849-2761 on The David Glenn Show. The David Glenn Show, where the great guests have so much fun, they never want to leave. I'll come give you a pep talk before your next show if you need me to. We could use that from you, Webb Simpson, anytime. Hey, I'll be your intern after this. Is everything open, man? We'll take Joe Harris as an intern every day <laughs> and twice on Sunday. Listen weekdays to The David Glenn Show. Welcome back to The David Glenn Show. Welcome back to Free For All Friday. We've given away thousands of dollars worth of prizes this week. We certainly are in the spirit of the holiday season. We have one more grand prize at stake. You can take us elsewhere with your free-for-all Friday question, comment, or complaint. We will get into much more Christmas movies on Monday. I will briefly answer a question from the Peanut Gallery with Darren Gant selecting How the Grinch Stole Christmas as his favorite animated Christmas movie of all time. I think you all know my answer, given that we have this annual tradition. Mine's Rudolph. And the basic reasons why, and I'll leave the rest for Monday as we celebrate all three categories of great Christmas movies, those with real people, those without real people, meaning the animation and claymation type stuff, and then movies that are called Christmas movies, but really, Christmas is really the backdrop only, and the movie's largely about something else, Die Hard, Trading Places, and a whole bunch of other examples of that one. In a single movie, as we come to Jared and Raleigh on the grand prize question of the day, who has 2020 vision for what the sports world will bring in the 2020 calendar year? Five sports are underway, if you will. College football, college basketball, NBA, NHL, and NFL. The two footballs will crown their champions soon. Basketball at the college level, April. Hockey and the NBA, more June-ish. But if you can get all five champions right with your crystal ball, with your 2020 sports vision on the 2020 calendar year, you go five for five and you're the first to do so by phone. You get your pick of $1,000 worth of prizes from the DG Show prize closet. 1-800-849-2761. Jared and Raleigh will be next. Not in this order necessarily. Paul, Anthony, Gary, Justin, and others want in as well. Do you know Rudolph well enough to know this, Darren Vaught? I, th I mean, Rudolph, the story, is a great starting point. Everybody knows the red-nosed reindeer, etc. I still laugh that so many authority figures mocked Rudolph for his red nose, right? The Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo, likes his nickname, right? You're calling him a freak 
but he has endorsed the Greek Freak nickname. This NBA superstar from Greece, of course, the Greek Freak. Rudolph was crying in the corner, Darren, when they basically called him a freak. It was not a compliment. It was not a cute nickname. And the coach, and I believe at one point, even Santa Claus, hold your ears, kids. Even Santa Claus kind of rolled his eyes at the freakish reindeer with the red nose. That's in there somewhere. Nevertheless, they squeeze into a single Christmas script. Clarice, the fascinating love interest, right? I mean, you got to have a little of that in a good movie. Clarice and Rudolph, that's kind of a fun little love affair to follow, no? Isn't she consoling him when nobody else understands? They try the black cover over the red nose. She was with him the whole way. How do you know, Darren? How do you know? As famous as you are now, maybe they just like you because of your income and your yacht and you're a rising star in the broadcasting industry. All right, you got to chill with that. Clarice, Clarice loved Rudolph when? Right? Uh, before he was the superhero and he helped Santa uh, slay through the night and all that stuff. Clarice was with him before. In the same movie, I believe you have the greatest fictional island ever, perhaps alongside Gilligan's Island of TV fame, the island of misfit toys. I mean, you can't get any more creative than that during the holiday season than that. Island of Misfit Toys. It's the place where all the toys that weren't good enough for the little kids went to die, Darren. And they had friends there on the Island of Misfit Toys, right? You weren't alone during the holiday season. You had fellow Greek freaks surrounding you on this island. Made you feel a little bit better. And eventually, spoiler alert, they found homes for the, uh, for the toys stuck on the Island of Misfit Toys. But wait, there's more. Is there a better character than Yukon Cornelius in a Christmas movie, an animated Christmas movie? How about Hermie? It takes some seriously John Grisham-level novel expertise to come up with an elf who deep down inside really wanted to be a dentist instead. I mean, that's pretty creative. You're not just coming up with that in kindergarten class when asked to create a fictional character. The elf, Darren, wanted to be a dentist deep down inside. And you're supposed to chase those dreams. Don't stay an elf just because you're told by everybody you're supposed to be an elf, Darren. That's part of the holiday spirit as well, isn't it? You got the abominable snow monster in the same movie. Everything I just mentioned is all squeezed into Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I, too, love Grinch, for the record. I even like Santa Claus's Coming to Town. I'm okay with Frosty. I'm okay with Charlie Brown Christmas. I'm okay with a whole bunch of others just in the animation claymation category. I love that song, Put One Foot in Front of the Other. You know, can you hear that in your head? Very, very uplifting. You too young for that? Put one foot in front of, you know that one, right? That's from Santa Claus is Coming to Town, man. That could be our inspiration well into the 2020 calendar year, no? Do you ever put one foot in front of the other at times of doubt? At times of uncertainty, I, I you get just, from place to place by walking. So uh, I hope I'm doing that. You correctly. go back to your memories of Santa Claus is coming to town, and that song starts singing in your head whether you want to or not. 1 800 849 2761 is your ticket into the program. Everybody knows that I love Snow Miser and Heat Miser as well. We even give away a prize every year for somebody willing to sing those songs on the air. Again, that's Monday. It's back to your calls on Free for All Friday, including the question of the day Who has 2020 vision for what the sports world will bring? in 2020. Jared and Raleigh, you're next on the David Glenn Show. You can give us your favorite Christmas movie if you like, but you're probably here to win a prize.
DG, first of all, what's up, buddy? And happy early Christmas. <laughs> Thanks, man. Right back at you. Uh, I, I got too many good uh, Christmas movies, man. I do like Elf, but uh, yeah, that's a good one. But I, there's, there's too many out there. Yeah. All right, what you got? Go, let's go five for five. <clears throat> all right, man. Which one you want first? Uh, let's go college. College hoops. We're gonna go with Kansas. Kansas to win it all. All right. College football. LSU. All right. Let's go NFL. NFL. I do agree with most people that the Ravens are probably the favorite, but I'm taking the Saints okay. because I think they have a bit of an easier way to get to the Super Bowl than what the Ravens are going to have to face with how strong the AFC is. I like the logic, Jared. All right, what do we have in the NBA? NBA, we're going with the Lakers, man. I think they're going to pick up a, another shooter before the uh, before the uh, time's up, pick somebody else up so that they can rely a little bit more on the outside, and Lakers are going to be strong at the end. And last but not least, I find as much as I love college basketball, and I mean I cover it for a living, I find college hoops hard to predict. I find the NHL hard to predict, and that's one of my favorite sports. Who do you have in hockey? NHL is going to be very difficult. There's a lot of teams yeah. out there that could go ahead, and, and a lot of times in the NHL, the best team doesn't always win. Agree. So, um, I'm going to go against what I originally thought. I was thinking maybe the Caps to go ahead and repeat, but uh, it's too hard to do. So I'm going to go with Boston because they looked strong last year and they're looking strong this year. To me, they're the best-looking team in the NHL, and it's sad for me to say that. We know the Caps will not repeat because that is not possible. The Blues won last year. That's okay. Live radio can be confusing. The Caps won the year before. The St. Louis Blues won last year. Maybe. The Caps certainly are a contender, as are the Bruins, as are the Canes, as, as is the Avalanche, by the way. What a game last night. What a nice Carolina victory. Gary is in Wilson. We'd love to see Gary win this prize. What's going on, man? Not much, DG. Great show. Uh, always like the opportunity to make these predictions with you. All right, lay it on us. What do you got? Okay. NFL, the Ravens. Got it. College football, Clemson. Okay. College basketball, Duke. Uh, NBA, Lakers. Uh, NHL, Boston Bruins. Yeah, that's some solid picks there, man. I don't think anybody has that combination just yet. We root for friends of the program. We're not allowed to tweak anything. You're either right or you're wrong. But we love loyal listeners like Gary and Wilson. Thank you for those picks. We're going to move on to get as many contestants as we can into the equation. Paul is in Chapel Hill and next on the David Glenn Show. Hey, David. How you doing? Doing great, man. Hope you're our winner. Go ahead and lay your expertise and crystal ball upon us. All right. Uh, in college basketball, ACC tends to win them back-to-back. -back, so I'm going to go with Duke. Okay. Um, Clemson in football. Uh, NBA, I like the Bucs. Uh, in the NFL, I like the Saints. <clears throat> and, the, and really is the toughest one, especially since I'm a Kane fan. I like their goaltending. I'm going to go with the Canes. All right, nice. Well, some years you'd be crazy to pick the Canes. This year, for those who haven't been watching, man, you need high-level skill. I've been a Canes fan since day one. You can't tell me there's a year where the top four has been any better than this year's top four. 
Andrei Svechnikov is a superstar that they needed to be a superstar, and he has become exactly that at 19 years old, number two overall pick in last year's draft. Aho got the big contract, and after a little bit of a s- slow start, is back where he usually is, leads the team in goals. Tara Vinen is an assist master and a wizard who can see his teammates like with eyes in the back of his head somehow. That's a really highly skilled player. And even from the blue line, Dougie Hamilton is about as skilled and high-scoring a defenseman as there is in the NHL. Those four guys offer as much skill as I've seen on a Canes team in my lifetime of cheering for the Canes. Uh, And beyond that, Marty Natchez, the young guy, I like what you said about the goaltending. They don't have one of the best goaltenders in the NHL, but you know what often happens? The team that pays so much to have the elite goalie doesn't have enough money left for everybody else. How many NHL rings or Stanley Cup rings does Henrik Lundqvist have? One of the greatest of all time with the New York Rangers. That'd be a big fat zero. How about Pekarine, one of the best goalies in the world? How many rings does he have? Big fat zero, right? And you keep going. Sometimes the very best goalies cost so much you can't build a team around them. Mrazic and last night again, James Reimer, his backup, they're both winning basically two-thirds of the time. Reimer's numbers are slightly better, like goal uh, save percentage, goals against, etc. But Mrazic's win percentage is slightly better. Bottom line, though, is they're both playing good hockey most nights, great hockey some nights. And last night, Reimer was like standing on his head against one of the best teams in hockey, keeping that to one nothing avalanche until the Canes had their flurry in the last three minutes. It was high-level hockey in both directions, two really, really good teams. The, the Canes, when they won it all in 2006, it's easy f- to forget if you were a more casual fan, they were not Cinderella in 2006. They were legitimately one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. And, of course, you can be one of the best and still not win, but they won after putting together one heck of a regular season. They're in the midst of putting together another amazing regular season. I look forward to tomorrow night when I take the lovely and talented Maria and both of our kids. The way family chaos hits us and probably many of you during the holidays, given that Anthony's away at college at ECU, there's really only one game. I mean, we have season tickets. There's only one game a year we can get the four of us together to sit in our on-the-glass seats, and that one game will be tomorrow night against the Florida Panthers. 1-800-849-2761. Mike DeCourcy, the Hall of Famer from the Sporting News, joins us live in 30 minutes. It's back to your calls, questions, comments, complaints. It can be bowl season, other college football, NFL, NBA, college basketball, NHL. Those are the biggest topics we've brought to the table. We also have offered for you the question of the day. Could lead to $1,000 worth of prizes for you. Who has the 2020 vision to give us what 2020 will have uh, offer us in the sports world? We, need, we have five sports. We need your five champions as you gape into your crystal ball and give us the winners in college football, college basketball, NBA, NHL, and NFL. First to go five for five correctly as a phone caller is the grand prize winner. Sometimes we don't have a phone call winner. You can win by email, dglenn at accsports.com or on Twitter at David Glenn Show. 1-800-849-2761. More of my thoughts on the week that was and the weekend to come. More of your calls on Christmas movies, bowl season, and the question of the day. Mike DeCourcy later. More of your calls next on the David Glenn Show. 
Adam Jerome Robinson. Are you a hugger or a handshake guy? H- how does it work if Adam Silver is waiting for you? I really don't know. I, I hope it's not awkward. Um, <laughs> you know, I hope it's not like a hand to hug to hand kind of thing, but I don't know. I might just mess around and just hug him. No hands. I think he's so. a hugger. You're listening to The David Glenn Show. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to Free For All Friday. Fridays are mostly about phone calls, so let's jump right back into them. Mike DeCourcy, the Hall of Famer from the Sporting News, joins to talk college hoops in less than 30 minutes. But since the lines tend to be jammed Monday through Thursday, we created Free For All Friday to allow for more of your questions, comments, complaints, predictions, and input. You steer the ship toward what you want to talk about, away from what you're tired of. 1-800-849-2761. Popular topics today so far, the NFL college football, the red-hot Carolina Hurricanes, college hoops, the NBA, and yes, our question of the day, which can lead to big prizes for you. Who has 2020 vision, get it, for what the sports world will bring in the 2020 calendar year? Five sports underway that we follow closely. Some will crown champions early in 2020, some more mid-2020, but who are your picks to win in college football, college basketball, the NBA, the NHL, and the NFL? I am coaching those who request coaching. I can give you the small number who have the best percentage chance, either according to the computers or our eyeball test or whatever else. You may have all five of your picks already locked and loaded. Anthony is in carry, and next on the David Glenn Show, welcome to the program, and go right ahead. Morning, David. Hey, man. How's life? Doing well. Hope you are. Uh, glad to hear that. So, uh, yeah. So, I think I'm going to start with hockey. I like what the Canes have been doing. I mean, you get nine out of ten points on the road. Amen. Day. Amen. Against good teams. And we we there the other day? Or listening the other day or watching the other day? Yeah, I've, I've watched, I think, at least parts of all five games and, and the entirety of some of them. Last night was off the charts fantastic. I didn't get that when I got I got the what up in Winnipeg. That was great. Uh, anyway, so NBA, let me get the um, – can't think of their names real quick. Lakers, the, Clippers, uh, Bucks, Rockets? The Bucks, thank you. Bucks, okay. Um, what's that leave me with? That leaves me college basketball. I like Duke. Okay. Oh, do I like to? Yeah, I like to. <laughs> <laughs> NFL and college football are left. Uh, NFL, give me the 49ers. All right. And uh, I'm about to throw everybody's predictions out the window because I'm going to take Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah, not many Oklahoma uh, picks so far. Anthony and Kerry, for whatever it's worth, my wife's favorite person in the history of the world was her late father named Anthony. And, yes, my son was named Anthony in his honor. So if we have any cosmic forces we can send your way, we wish you well in this Pick 5 Challenge, 1-800-849-2761. Justin is in Elkin, North Carolina. And unless there are a lot of Justins in Elkin, North Carolina, which is not a large place, I believe he recently saw a Canes game, courtesy of the David Glenn Show. How'd that go, my man? We had an absolute blast. We really do appreciate it. Good to hear, man. I hope you win again. Uh, how is your? How are your prognostication skills? So I'm I'm going to gaze into the crystal ball, and I'm going to go with Clemson for the football championship. Okay. The Baltimore Ravens in the NFL. Okay. That bunch of jerks right down the road for the NHL. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Louisville in college basketball, just because they're not getting a lot of picks, but they're playing pretty good. I think that's a and good pick, man. 
and then uh, we'll go with Giggling Kawhi in uh, the L.A. Clippers. All right. Quick question for you. Just, Justin, the game he and his family got to go to, I hate when this happens, I got them great seats, but they were two and two. And I felt bad because almost always if we give away four tickets, of course, there's consecutive tickets in the same row. So, Justin, did you find, like, nice Caniacs who, made, who, who didn't force, you know, you to split up like mom and dad, each taking a child? I know you were only a handful of rows away from each other. How'd that work out? It worked out really well. Uh, my lovely bride was nervous for the first five or six minutes of the first period, uh, waiting on somebody to show up. But the two people beside of us never did show Good. up. Good. So uh, it just it happened to work out. Look at that. A little Glenn, David Glenn showed luck serving Justin and his family well from Elkin, North Carolina. Thanks for listening, man, and contributing. 1-800-849-2761. Usually. I mean, you know how it is. It's a mom and dad and two little kids. Not little, little, but, you know, kids who can enjoy hockey that age. Darren, if somebody came up to you and me and said, you know, through a weird sequence of events, our family of four has two here and two here, would you be – it's like it's like getting on an airplane and the mom and dad are separated from the kids and they say, oh, is there any way – I know you probably signed up for the whatever, the window, the aisle. Is there any way? I mean, almost 100% of the time, I'm going to say yes. I mean, I'm not giving up my first-class seat in the rare occasion that I'm sitting <laughs> in first class for you and your kid. But in, in typical circumstances, I mean, you're somewhere in the middle or back of the plane, and you, you, want your mom, you want kids to be with their parents, don't you? Yeah. No, this actually just recently happened uh, with me. There were two younger sisters traveling by themselves without the rest of their family, and uh, I was going to Boca Raton with High Point men's basketball. They were playing at Florida at Atlantic. You. And I swapped High seats with one of them so that they could sit next to each other. Of course other. you did. So, yeah. Darren Vaught's got a lot of Clark Kent Superman inside of him, man. There's no way he's turning those girls down for that seat on the plane. Unless, unless there's some, uh, what do you call, Superman has problems with the... Kryptonite? Kryptonite, yeah. There unless there's go. kryptonite nearby, I'm surprised you didn't just offer to scoop them up and fly them there yourself. <laughs> Yeah, but right. You yeah. don't wear your cape to work. I know. Harlan and Harlan and Goldsboro, you are next on the David Glenn show. He does have those Clark Kent, not exactly, but somewhat similar glasses. I get it and, a lot. Yeah. And features. Yeah, I know. I'm not the only one thinking along those lines. Bet those girls didn't know they were talking to Superman. Harlan, welcome to the program. Go right ahead. Hey, good afternoon, David. Merry Christmas to you. Right back at um, you. Going to keep it local. Uh, going with the Carolina Hurricanes. Really like the chemistry on this team and uh, the skill set is unbelievable, especially uh, getting that nine out of ten points out there on the Canadian trip and uh, in Colorado was outstanding. Unbelievable. So, uh, I agree with you. All right, who else do you have? Okay, I'm going to actually keep it local too. Going with the Duke Blue Devils for the NCAA tournament. Really like this team. I think they built some depth this year and. Uh, playing some really good defense, so uh, I think it's time for Coach K to make another run here. One of the five best teams I have seen in college basketball so far. By the way, Louisville is on that short list as well, so the folks who picked the Cardinals, I don't blame you. All right, who do we have at the uh, pro level, in pro and college level in football? Okay, pro level in football, I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, they're, they're a little banged up right now, but really like that defense. They've got a strong running game, and uh, I think Garoppolo is getting better as well and, and really love George Kittle, the tight end. He's just fascinating to watch. That's a great pick, man. I, I, I would not pick the Niners, but the combo you just gave, right, defense elite, running back, uh, running game strong, Garoppolo improving, Kittle 
you know, perfect red zone target, third down target. We have seen like the Bron- the year the Broncos beat the the Panthers in the Super Bowl. You know, they didn't have dynamic quarterback play with Peyton Manning, but they had several of those other uh, aspects. You can ride such things to a Super Bowl trophy for sure. All right, college football and then the NBA. Okay, college football, I'm actually going to go against the grain a little bit, Dave. I'm going with the Clemson Tigers. I just think they got a chip on their shoulder. I, I really do like Trevor Lawrence, and uh, I think the defense is good enough, but it'll be interesting to see how they come out and play against Ohio State in that clash. Uh, that should be a great game. I, I'm going with LSU and Clemson in the national championship game. All right, Clemson Tigers, so you got all ACC for your college champions. How about for the NBA? Uh, pro, I'm going to go with the L.A. Lakers, David. Uh, just a very strong uh, combo. If they pick up another shooting guard, they're going to really be tough to beat. I actually saw a piece where they were interested in J.J. Reddick from the um, New Orleans Pelicans. Harlan and Goldsboro, thank you for sharing our good days and putting up with us on our bad days, man. Happy holidays to you. Thanks a lot, David. Enjoy. We'll always enjoy the show. Thank you very much. 1-800-849-2761. We'll get to Tina in Burlington, Matt in Greensboro, Eric is in Durham, Greg is in Wilmington. Have we had a call from every major city in North Carolina today? I think we have, all the big ones anyway, some of the smaller ones as well. Elkin, not a booming metropolis, Darren. Old Fort, North Carolina was represented today. Gotta love that, man. 1-800-849-2761. Doesn't have to be your 2020 picks, but that is the question of the day. Who has 2020 vision? for what the sports world will bring in the 2020 calendar year. Those five sports, your championship picks, and you can steer us elsewhere if you like before or after your picks, 1-800-849-2761. We have one and only one more guest, Mike DeCourcy, the Hall of Famer from the Sporting News, will drop by to not only talk Duke, Carolina State, and other college basketball on the court, James Wiseman just decided to leave Memphis in the middle of his freshman year, just giving up on the idea of being a college basketball player and saying, you know what, the heck with it. I'm going to prepare for the NBA draft. He is expected to be a high lottery pick. Are the current NCAA amateurism rules alienating many of the most talented basketball players? And if the answer to that is yes, and James Wiseman is not the only example of a guy who said, ah, the heck with it, I'm just not playing college basketball. Do you care? Do you think it's a watered-down version of March Madness if too many of these elite talents just say, you know what, I'm not playing by your rules, I'm going to turn pro right out of high school and then be eligible for the NBA draft, skipping skipping the college ranks entirely? We'll dive into those topics with Mike DeCourcy, and we'll come back to your phone calls at 1-800-849-2761 next. Roy Williams, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Last year, two chains came walking by, and he reached his hand down and uh, shook my hand and said, two chains. And about five seconds after he walked away, I said, I missed a great opportunity. I should have said three rings. (laughs) Keep it here on the David Glenn Show. Bells will be ringing. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to Free For All Friday. Mike DeCourcy, the Hall of Famer on college basketball in about 10 minutes. More of your predictions, questions, comments, complaints. Question of the day, who has 2020 vision for what the sports world will bring in 2020, next calendar year? If your vision is perfect, then you can give us the five champions 
in the NBA, NHL, and NFL at the pro level, college football and college basketball as well. You get your pick of $1,000 worth of prizes from the David Glenn Show prize closet. I mentioned that we will save most of these Christmas movie questions for Monday's show. That has become an annual tradition here as we mix in sports along with Christmas movies. I will say this, Darren, as we go to Matt in Greensboro, Tina in Burlington, Eric, Nate, and Steve, as many as we can before we turn it over to Mike DeCourcy for a little while and then get back to your phone calls. I will continue to listen to debate about whether Home Alone is a Christmas movie or not. The family accidentally left Kevin behind while taking a Christmas trip to Paris. Remember, and he ends up having to deal with uh, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern, the burglars, and all sorts of chaos ensues. Closer to the line, whether that's an actual Christmas movie or a Christmas is merely the backdrop to what is essentially a little kid separated from his family, and he tricks and manipulates burglars to our entertainment. There's enough elements in there that I'll, I'll allow more evidence to be put in front of the judge and jury. When it comes to things like Gremlins and even like Batman Returns, which is set at Christmas, but has nothing to do really with the spirit of the holiday season or the holiday itself, or Christmas giving, or any of that. Gremlins is basically about creating a merchandising empire. It's furry little creatures who might be killed, right? And it's weird, and it's wacky, and Steven Spielberg and Warner Brothers are still collecting royalties all these decades later. It is not a Christmas movie just because it's set at Christmas. It's not. It has nothing to do with Christmas fundamentally. These are the debates, Darren, that can happen on our last live show before Christmas. That will be this coming Monday. Batman Returns. They want to kill all of Gotham's firstborn sons. I mean, is Catwoman a friend or foe? I mean, all of these things are part of Batman movies. They're not a part of Christmas movies. 1-800-849-2761. Can't let the Penguin kill all the firstborn sons of Gotham. Batman's got to stand up to that. Eventually, you want to celebrate Michelle Pfeiffer in that Catwoman outfit and her flirtation with Michael Keaton? I'm all about it. You just can't call it an actual Christmas movie. It's a Christmas was a backdrop movie. 1-800-849-2761. As I said, others are closer to the line. Matt in Greensboro, welcome to the David Glenn Show. Go right ahead. Hey, DG. Hey, man, I hope you go uh, five holiday. for five. Thank you. Yeah, you happy too. holidays and thanks. Uh... Let's go, you know, with the hometown Canes. Go ahead and knock that out of the way. Nice. Uh, popular pick, but they are. Uh, I think I have a good chance as anybody to win it. Uh, uh, go with LSU, win the uh, college football. Uh, the Niners win the NFL. And uh, Celtics. Yep. Celtics NBA. hoops, all right. And then college hoops. And college hoops. Uh, we'll go with Gonzaga. I don't Z think very many people pick them, but... Uh, the Zags. A few have. Dude. Yeah, I mean, the Zags, along with Duke, along with Louisville, a few Michigan states, Kansas, they're among the more popular picks. Well done. Another loyal listener, Matt, in Greensboro. We wish you well with that. We are going to turn it over to college basketball on the other side. Mike DeCourcy, the Hall of Famer from the Sporting News, drops by. You are welcome to hold or call back later. We will take more prize-winning phone calls. We will allow you to steer the ship to whatever sport is on your mind in the spirit of free-for-all Friday for most of our number three. But that hour will begin 
with a discussion of James Wiseman leaving Memphis. Our current NCAA rules watering down the college basketball product that we enjoy because a lot of the best guys are leaving or not coming at all. On the court stuff too with Mike DeCourcy next on the David Glenn Show. The head devil, David Cutcliffe. You guys have a unique ability to, to just do it right. You know, all the fans are always going to defend their programs, and they should. Sometimes we all make somebody in another program mad or angry, but you guys are very fair to everybody. The David Glenn Show.